The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're worth their weight in gold, which is not much, just saying. But the review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media, they're even less valuable than the sound effects. Get it? Ah, that's a good one. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because you guys are generous. That's why we have the show. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. Everything you got to know about me is wrapped up in this next line. You really want to understand Dr. David Spoon? Here it is. Here it comes. All together, all at one time. Here we go. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, how much listening do we do when we commune with God in prayer? You know, prayer is not just about us bringing our laundry list to God. Sometimes you sit in the presence of God. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. How much listening do we do when we come into the presence of the Lord, as opposed to just dumping off the list, which I have done thousands of times, and you have too. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, do not let it die of loneliness. Reach out to us. We're right here, live, right this second. I think it's the, what is it, the 9th of January, 2023. Right. It's 1.33 and it's 1.33 in the minutes and 20 in the seconds right now. We're live. You want to reach out to us, do so. The way you do that is you call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you better be strapped in because then you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Let me tell you something. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like waking up 
feeling good. Waking up, feeling good. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. You can also text us, by the way. 214-210-8483. You're welcome to reach out to us, by the way, also by uh, email. I got a little Chromebook in front of me. It does work. It's having its moments this morning. Expensive but that's okay. Chromebook, Dave. It's a what? It's expensive. You know how much this one costs? Like, Nothing. I could not pay somebody to take this book. Somebody takes this book, they would have to spend $200 to fix it, which <laughs> you can get a Chromebook for 120 bucks. So that's why it's like 39 cents. Well, probably not. Here's the bottom line. Reach out to us by email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send it up to the website as we always do. Do because we want you to know a couple of things very, 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 very important. On the website is the place to give. Okay, you can give through the website or it has information on how to give to the ministry. This entire last weekend, I spent preparing everybody's tax receipts for your giving for 2022. The truth of the matter is, I finished all of them over the weekend. And they will be sent out in the next seven days. So here is an alert for you. If it's incorrect by anything, you email me. You don't go, what? This is wrong. Okay, you don't do that. You just go, hey, I think this might be wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then we do our best to adjust and fix and make sure everything's accurate. In the meantime, we're gearing up for 2023, and giving is giving, and we need that to be giving. So check it out on the website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemusincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemusincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemusincrease.org. Hemusincrease.org. going to be the Bugs Bunny one. I mean, that was a 24-second one, so not as short. But... That's not as short, and that's a good one, I will say. That's worth probably, I don't know, a gram of an ounce of a tenth of a one-hundredth of a pebble in gold. Russian gold. Okay. Russian gold. <laughs> that's very different. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, is it Monday? Doesn't feel like Monday, does it? It does not feel like you know what? You know why Monday is such a bluesy day? Because everybody thinks it's a bluesy day. Our Mondays are not bad, Dave. Have you noticed that for the past few weeks especially? Yeah. Mondays don't feel like Monday. Mondays are fun days, and you should just remember that. Mondays are fun days. We are in the end of First Peter. Uh, and uh, by the way, just a couple of quickie updates. We're going to be praying for one of our faithful lit- listeners and uh, uh, titled... Your favorite listener, that's his title when he sends me stuff, uh, is Mark Weisenhunt. And he's got a friend that's in the hospital, and so we're going to be praying for them in the next segment. Uh, we'll be taking care of that. Plus, I also want to remind you, remember, keep praying for the audience. These are your brothers and sisters in the kingdom of God. And the Lord expects us 
to care for one another. In fact, the new commandment from Jesus in John 13, 34, and 5 is to love one another. So everybody's just yipping on, yipping up. Well, love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. But they never talk about the third new commandment that Jesus gave, and he even said, a new commandment I give you. So this is not a question. It's not a theological question. It's absolute fact. Loving one another is the command that Jesus gave us, the the latest command of the commands, just in case you're kind of wondering. Okay, so we'll be doing that in a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, let's go into this First Peter text, which is marvelous. Listen to this, First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, so that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a way to start. Humble yourself. Let's see if we can uh, work this out in a little bit of wisdom. God offers to, to us to make the decision to humble ourselves. If we don't humble ourselves, God certainly will humble us. If we do not take the steps necessary to put on the face of humility, the Lord will helpeth us. And if you don't think so, just consider all the times that the Lord hath helpeth you already. And if we can't or we're having a hard time genuinely humbling ourselves. We really don't know how to go about that. It's not wrong to ask God to help you to be humble because our deepest goal is to be more like Jesus. More than anything else we want is to reflect Jesus Christ more. The only reason that God did not immediately suck you up into heaven or rapture you up at the moment is because you are a reflection of Jesus Christ to other people, and he's using you to shine. And you think, well, I don't have very much contact with people. You don't have to have very much contact with people. It's God's design and God's plan. And in the meantime, he wants us to be like Jesus and reflect Jesus more and more. And one of the things that we need to take on in order to get there is humility. And if we're not able to do it on our own, a genuine, born-again, Bible-believing Christian would say, help me to humble myself. Help me to, to, to walk in that sense of humility. But that's not even the secret sauce. Oh, yeah, hamburgers have secret sauces. Come on, so do chicken sandwiches. Come on. Here's the secret sauce. If we humble ourselves, God will exalt us at the right time. That exaltation is not about being on par with Jesus, so settle down. It's about being placed by God in a place, in a moment, in a position, or in a situation of honor. That's what due time is. It's the perfect time. And the Lord is saying, if you humble yourself... If you humble yourself under my mighty hand, I will place you in the position of honor at the exact perfect time. That honor will be to glorify God 
but he will do it. And by being humble, you're not only moldable, you're positionable. And God can put you in the right space at the right time for the right purpose to accomplish his tasks. Isn't that just, that's like, wow, wow, wait a minute. So you mean I get to, I do this humbling thing, and uh, and uh, instead of just being an arrogant, pride, bad person who's just defiant because I know everything, which, of course, none of us know everything, and instead of being that person, be this, I love you, Lord, I know you're the king, you're my savior, I yield to you by doing that, I'm going to be placed by you in the perfect place at the perfect time, in the perfect way. And that will be the delight and the exaltation that I can rejoice in. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But that's only secret sauce one. When we come back, you know, you got to have secret sauce two. And it goes well with it. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false, and it happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you're, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you are able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean— it was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on my show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. 
Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, That is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this. said, I don't believe in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready for our first trivia question. You guys better get this one right, especially because it's Monday, the first one, and it's an easy one. Here we go. According to Paul, according to the Apostle Paul and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, who masquerades as an angel of light? See, I have my sound effects in my in my head. Is that terrible? Or what? Anyway, 972-445-0770. Al's going to get the pow-pow. Somebody's calling in. Al's going to get the pow-pow, but he, I think he misspelled it the first time. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David. And he must increase.org. Okay, now we do have somebody that's on the phone. So I've got to say a couple of things and we'll do this. Here's what I want to make sure. Okay, all right. Number one, don't forget what I told you. I've got the receipts done for everybody giving. I promise you, 98% of them are correct. Okay. I'm sure that was fun day for yes. you to do. Yeah, I mean, this is just, do you think people understand that? There's going to be a 2% where people are going to go, what? How do you know? Because after the 15th hour, my brain was like going. That's why. So that's how I know that. That's number one. Number two, we're going to take this call. Then after we take this call, then we're going to do our DNA. And after we do our DNA, then we're going to pray for Mark Weisenhunt and his friend. Then we'll finish off the teaching. And it's a fabulous teaching, so you don't want to miss it. So let's take this call. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? David, this is Fred. How are you today? I'm fantastic, Fred. How are you? I'm doing just fine, sir. Awesome. Awesome, my brother. All right, here we go. Ready? According to Paul, according to Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, who masquerades as an angel of light? Satan. That is correct, my dude! And don't you know, it's like so interesting that people don't think of it in those terms. And it's like people, pres- it's 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 like he's coming off like an angel of light. It's like, dude, that's the devil. You got to have discernment. This is not a good thing. And it's like people need to have discernment. And that is the, it's like the long lost gift in the church. You know, it's like people Absolutely. need to operate. Absolutely. And also you, you don't have to masquerade as an angel like when you are already an angel. He was a fallen angel. So he didn't have to do too much masquerading. Yeah, exactly. He just got to put a flashlight on there, huh? <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Excellent job, my brother. Way to start the week off. Excellent work, and I appreciate it. God bless you. Be blessed. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. 
Great call. Great answer. All right, here we go. Now we're going to go right into our DNA. I got this. I'm wired today. You better be ready. Going right into our DNA, okay? D. So DNA is our building blocks. What we're made of. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. Every day you wake up, you know what you should be? You should be like, thank you. Thank you, Lord, you've given me this day. Now I want to be used by you. Use me any way you want. That's that's how it should start, right? But if you can't spend a decent amount of quality time, private time with the Lord until later on, fine. If it's got to be in the middle of the day, fine. It's got to be the end of the day, fine. Like I said, people are like, oh, well, it doesn't really help people if they do devotions at nighttime. Yes, it does. It always helps. It always helps to spend time with God. So draw closer to the Lord daily, D. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. So you can know what's going on. They are trying. You think it's a joke. It's not. They are trying. The transgender people are trying to get the Bible removed as hate speech. That's the next big thing. And it's like, yeah, you better know the word and never be ashamed of the word. And if people don't like it, it's tough because it's God's word. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means other people and their needs and what they're going through are important to you. Of course, they're important to God. They need to be important to you as well. That's what we're saying. Okay. Now, I want to pray for, I'm not going to name this person by name because I didn't get that permission from Mark, but I'm going to, we're going to pray as a group for Mark's friend. Uh, he found a friend not doing well, unconscious, uh, went to the hospital, haven't heard back yet, uh, bleeding from the mouth kind of thing. So we're just going to pray. Let's do it together. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother Mark to you. We just ask you to bless him and encourage his heart. And we don't uh, have all the details, Lord, but you do. And we are praying that you would give Mark wisdom on how to handle the situation and you would have mercy in the situation and that this person who's a friend of his, who's connected to him, that that person can receive a touch from you. We ask for your graciousness in this situation, for courage and strength and wisdom for Mark and for blessing, blessing, blessing and favor. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay. Some people are like, well, you, you that person's got to be a Christian. Are you kidding? More people got saved once Jesus healed them. That's like that's not how it works. People get people get healed by the Lord before they're saved, while they're being saved, after they're saved. <laughs> that's how it goes. Stop putting God in a box. He's not Jack. To get it, Jack, Jack in the box. Okay. Nice. That was a good one, right? I'm going to roll. All right, here we go. I'm going to go to this next thing because this is by far, I'm going to say it right now. You, you, you can't beat this. This is the coolest thing. So we just went over uh, 1 Peter chapter uh, 5, verse 6. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may he uh, may exalt you. He may In due time, he may exalt you. Okay, this is a different translation. So humble, humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand so that in due time he may exalt you. Verse 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. What you need to understand and would be worth saying is that in the Greek, there's not the chapter breaks and so on and so forth. Uh, chapters and verses were added uh, later on, like uh, 900 years later or 1,000 years, whatever it is. Here's the, the cool thing. The humble yourself, therefore, and the cast your anxiety on him are connected. These two verses are not separated. I know they separate them in some translations. They shouldn't. You shouldn't. 
Here's what it says. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that in due time he may exalt you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. In other words, what's amazing is if we humble ourselves and surrender to God, we have this perfect timing as a gift. And then the extension of that gift is our ability to cast it onto God going, well, you know what? I'm humbling myself before you. I can't do anything about it. I don't own it. I'm not in control of it. I'm not in charge of it. Here you go, Lord. Take my anxiety. I'm just going to toss it on you since I'm humbling myself. I don't really have a choice. I'm just going to throw it in your direction. Let me know what you think because I can't do anything with it. What people do is they get into a scenario, a situation, a relationship, and they have an anxiety with it, which I understand. Don't try and get the idea that I'm trying to be holier than thou. But they, they, as well as I, from time to time and too often, carry it. We carry the anxiety like, like it's a backpack. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. What do you got there? Got my anxiety. Just keeping it with me wherever I go. <laughs> and the Lord's like, yeah, okay, you see this Grand Canyon hole? Take that backpack and throw it in there. I'll take care of the rest of it. And in our minds, we're like, what? You can just throw this thing off? And it's like, Yes. And, you know, this is during a time where persecution's on the increase in the church. Peter has recovered from doing kind of, you know, denying Christ. And he's, you know, he's getting through all these things. And he's been involved in the, in the proclamation of the gospel to the Gentiles. And all these things are taking place. He doesn't have control over anything. Hey, does that sound familiar? He doesn't have control over anything. How about you? Right? The self-control fruit has to do with your character not with your control of situations and so what you do is you go oh, you know what i i'm sick of taking this backpack wherever i go besides that it smells i'm, I'm throwing this thing off of me i'm casting this off guess what enables you to do that when you and i humble ourselves then we recognize, hey, we're not in control. Oh, wait. So if we're not in control, then we don't have to try and control it. Therefore, we don't have to worry about it. So the Lord's like going, okay, uh, I care for you, so stop trying to carry that thing around, and I will help you with it. The bigger problem, I think, is that God says, cast that, cast your care cast your care in my direction and some of us like start to do it and then we pull it back and then the lord starts to take it from us and then we pull it back as though there's wisdom in hanging on to our anxiety because you know after all you get to control <laughs> yeah okay here's the deal the deal is humble yourself and let it go Commit it into his hands. The word commit in the Hebrew was a, was, a, was a pack on a camel, and the camel would get down on its knees and roll to the side and roll it off its back. Roll it off. Okay? Get it off you. You do that by humbling yourselves and letting the Lord be the Lord. Stop trying to be in charge. Okay? All right. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Ah, 
right, let's get into our text. Colossians chapter, we covered everything, right? Okay. Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, 2 through 4. Whatever you do, or I'm sorry, it's uh, actually Colossians three twenty four. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. Is something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture tells us that whatever we do, now I've, we've gone through this a couple of times and we have to go through it uh, multiple more times to really grasp it. But that phrase, whatever we do, happens to mean whatever we do. That's what it means. And we're supposed to do it enthusiastically, with an eagerness, not with an obnoxiousness, with an eagerness to do it as unto the Lord. So the things that we're required to do that we have to do, there should be a disposition, an attitude of enthusiasm that is connected to the Lord. It's not that you like to do everything, but if you can understand that in the doing of it unto the Lord— you're doing it with a different priority in mind. Do you understand that? In other words, what you do, do it unto the Lord and do it with this attitude of a full heart and an eagerness. I had somebody, I'll say her name, Susie Lopez was at KPRZ. She was the direct marketing director. Uh, Susie did the marketing director for San Diego. She said something to me one time that was so profoundly simple, it was irritating because I had to do something for a client because that's what you had to do at Salem. And I was like, blah. All right. So she said, Dave, she goes, if you can't get out of it, get into it. And it was like, that was really good advice. If you can't remove yourself from it and you have to do it, at least do it right. I mean, do what you're going to do and do it with the right attitude. Do it with the right spirit. Do it with this uh, uh, better mindset. And I think she was more right than wrong. No, I'm not talking about doing bad things or anything like that. So stop, that's, that's weird stuff. I'm talking about doing it as unto the Lord and recognizing that when you do it that way, it is from the Lord and only the Lord that you will receive the true eternal reward. You might uh, go through whatever your process is, but when you do it as unto the Lord, you can recognize that the Lord is the one that brings the reward. And that's just living your life for the Lord. And that's just good, right? I mean, that can't be a bad thing. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.